Okay, we are in Sefer Yecheskel, Perek Yud Gimel, Pasuk Aleph, Vayihidavar Hashem Eli Lemor. And in Yud Gimel, Yecheskel is going to confront what has been the bane, the benoit of all the Nevi'im, from Yirmiyahu to Yechezkel, even Yeshayahu going back further, what we call the Nevi'e Shekel. They are most prominent in the failure of Yirmiyahu to convey to B'nai Israel the dire consequences that were facing them. Because basically the Nevi'e Shekel were men who told people that everything was fine. Don't listen to the real Nevi'im because they panic, they're frightened. Stay where you are, do not change a thing you are doing. You don't have to do tshuva, you don't have to do this. Everything is going to be perfect. You will live out your days secure in Yerushalayim. And what made these Nevi'e Sheker so effective was that one, aside from what they told you what you wanted to hear, they were not like wild-eyed crazies buttonholing you on the street corners. They were very articulate, sophisticated, even learned in Torah, because that's what made them effective group, very smooth, and again, told you what you want. So insidious is their influence that the Rambam, in Sefer HaChinuch, devotes four mitzvahs dealing with the Nevi'e Sheker. I'm just going to read the most shocking one, is the fourth one. Let me read it to you. It's Shalom Nimna Meharigas Navi Sheker Velono Gurmi Menu. You do not withhold killing a Navi Sheker. That's how dangerous. Except what you do, it is a mitzvah. Do not shrink from killing a Navi Sheker. Again, if you needed a dramatic exhibition of how serious the people took the Nevi'e Sheker, and how insidious was their effect, uh, the Rambam says it all. And so now, Yechezkel is being told to direct his Nevuo on these Nevi'e Sheker. So we begin the Kaddish Baruch who says, Ben Adam, Hinovei and Nevi'e Yisrael, Hanibaim, go be misnabe, prophesy, and he calls them at the beginning of Nevi'e Yisrael, and say to these Nevi'im from their hearts, they're called Nevi'im Milibam, uh, as the Radak says, because they spin their prophecies out of their feelings. It's not that they've had a vision of Hashem or Hashem's communicated with them. Whatever they feel. Uh, they haven't seen the Kaddish Baruch from their heart they manufacture a Nebuah and as we say most of the time 
they are paid for telling you what you want to hear. So now, take these Nadim who are prophesying from their heart and tell them, Rashi says, Shotim, that they just prophesy like fools. But remember, what made them effective was that they were not fools. Again, they were very articulate, learned men. Who follow their ruach. They spin it out of whole imagination. On stuff they've never seen. They haven't had a vision of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. They are like foxes in the rooms. They are, call themselves Nevi'e Yisrael. The metaphor of foxes is very interesting. Interestingly enough, by the way, if you want to get into the secular, this is the source of that famous Lillian Hellman play, The Little Foxes. It comes from here. Because what they were were terrified of human beings. They never approached when there were people there. They would use a, a breach in the wall and go in there and destroy the vineyards. The vineyards, here the metaphor is Kerem of Torah, of B'nai Yisrael. They would attack it. And then when someone would come, they would go back out to a different breach. They never would confront when they were challenged. They did not build protos. They didn't build uh, walls to protect B'nai Yisrael. They didn't build fortifications or defense because what they did was tell them there's nothing wrong. You're not going to be invaded. Nebuchadnezzar's not coming. You don't have to fortify yourself. So they, they deceived the nation in that way. Furthermore, Chazen Shav, um, their prophecies were just false. They were false divinations with Kesem Kozov, um, that divinations that were totally lies. They say in the name of God, Hashem lo shocham. Kaddish Baruch Hu didn't send them. And they expect, they wait, as do the people, that their prophecies are going to be validated. But they're not going to be validated, says Navi. Have you not just prophesied false prophecies lies of, of, of divination and visions uh, and therefore you haven't heard a word from me I haven't spoken to you of these visions you were spinning them out of whole cloth because you have spoken so emptily and you relayed Nevi'ahs and visions that are lies, total lies. I am against you. I am aligned against you. And now I will raise my hand against these false prophets. Um, 
So the Malmin shows us the Navi is saying three things here. You will not be in the council of my people. That refers to the Olam Hazza. You will lose any Olam Hazza being a part of Yisrael. And in the writings, the Torah, the visions of B'nai Yisrael, you will not be part of. You will lose your Olam Haba. And third, you will not come to have a connection with Eretz Yisrael. You will lose it all. And you will know from this that I am the Lord your God. And what have they done? Yan ubiyan. They repeat that lashon just to give it emphasis. What you have done is nothing less. You have built a wall, a fake wall of partition. Hitu esami around my people. Lamar shalom, saying there's peace. There will be peace. There ain't shalom. There is not going to be peace. And what they do is smear these fake false walls with false plaster, as if to seal it together. No. Um, the surface is weak, but it has no substance, and it has no ability to endure. The plaster will fall away. And tell these people who have set up these walls of fake stone and fake plaster that it's going to fall. And there will be Geshem Shotei, fierce rains, but no Avnei El Govish and hailstones on them, to Flanova Ruach Sarostika and fierce winds. Even though you don't need it on that, that they're gonna fall of their own. But I will bring such vengeance. I will visit upon them such intense natural phenomenon that they will know it is me. And the wall they built is going to fall. Literally, the walls of Yerushalayim, the walls that they failed to build around Torah and mitzvot. Then the people are going to come to them and say, where's the protection? Where's the walls? Where's our security? I am going to bring terrible winds of destruction. The Geshem shall take in the torrential rains. The Avneel Gavish again, vile hailstones. And it will be there in high annihilation. It will destroy them. And I will bring down that fake wall, which you have cemented, as it were, quote, because with plaster that will not withstand the slightest uh, resistance. And I will surround the land and I will destroy its foundation. It will fall. You will die within it, and you will know from that 
that I am the Kaddish Baruch Hu. V'chilesi eschamosi bakir u'batokim oso tofel. And I will spend my anger and my, my fury on those fake fortifications that you have built to protect Israel both physically and spiritually. V'omar lachem ein hakir ve'ein hatokim oso. There's nothing there. You are open. You will be totally vulnerable. Nevi'e Yisrael, Hanavim El Yerushalayim, Vachazim Lo Chazon Shalom, Ve'en Shalom, Yom Hashem Elohim. They have falsely prophesied. They tell you what you want to hear. By telling you what you want to hear, they are turning you away from any possibility of tshuva or redemption or your personal safety, and you will pay for it with your lives. Now the Navi instructs Yechezkel to turn his focus on what we would call the female counterparts of these Nevi'im. They are not Nevi'im themselves, they are more or less sorceresses. They are fortune tellers, they divine the future. They tell people by communicating with the dead, necromancers we call them, what their dead ancestors want them to do. And they tell their future. For the right price, they'll tell you, you are gonna live and be prosperous. From the wrong ones, you're gonna die. And it has a terrible effect. It has a terrible effect, say the Mephoshim, because the good people who are told they're gonna die lose all faith. And the bad people who are told they're gonna live a prosperous life abandon any kind of tshuva or any kind of connectivity to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. So now, those that prophesy, and it's not really prophecy, it's sorcery from their hearts that they make up. But they're no less dangerous and prophesy on them. This requires explanation that what these women did, the devices they would use in telling people who would live and die, is that they would, they would sew cushions under the armpits of the person, but also and they would put kerchiefs on the head, and this would be the way you, you the victim of their navirs, of their sorcery, would communicate with the dead, getting messages through them, through these devices, and the Mephorshim are quick to note that it's symbolism you're looking for, the um, those cushions under your arm, the uh, pillows on your head, kerchiefs on your respond to uh, or correspond to trillin, shaloshim shayyad. It takes the place of it. But to halel no siel ami b'shalei shaorim u'v'pesoche lechem lahamis nefashos asher losim usena u'lechayos nefashos asher losif yena bechazvehem lami shomei chazev. And so, what you've done. You have made a chilo of me on my nation. For Bishalish Sa'orim, they were paid like the equivalent of grain, pieces of barley, pennies for giving you a, a 
prophecy of hope and fulfillment and prosperity. That that's how they were paid, and that's <coughs> on the basis of why you would get your nabor. You paid them, you got the good news. And if you didn't, you, know, you got bad news. And what this had the effect of done is that, is that you pronounced to death people who I would not have put to death. And you have rewarded people that I would have punished. You have inverted the whole process. The sinners get rewarded, the religious people, the righteous people get punished and consigned to death. Uh, what happens, of course, is that a righteous person just gives up when he hears a prophecy from a Navi, he believes in a woman that he believes is communicating with his ancestors that he's going to die. He loses hope. He loses his religiosity. I'm going to tear out these pillows from under your arms, these kerchiefs from on your head. And I am going to free those people that you have sentenced to death. And I will save my people from your necromancy, your fortune telling. They will not be victims of a trap from you. Because you have afflicted the tzaddik with your fortune telling lies that I have chosen not to. On the contrary, he's a, a righteous person. And then conversely, you'll strengthen the hand of the wicked. Doesn't have to do a thing. No tshuva. Do what you're doing is fine. I would have never kept this person alive. You will not prophesy falsely. You will not divinate and, and give out fortunes that are lies. I will save my nation from you. That you are God. Tomorrow we're going to confront a very interesting group. They are Zikanim of Israel living in Bavel who are rebelling. They are less than the righteous Zikanim seems to suggest. 8.45 a.m. Adkan, don't miss it.